Welcome to the latest Pink Podcast in the Pink Elephant Podcast Series, dedicated to leading the way in IT management best practices. Welcome to the role of the service desk in the 21st century, part three of seven with IT management consultant Rich Petty. What is technology's role and control to sum up on a technology part? As it has traditionally been for other service or support tasks, it's best used to automate redundant, routine, and repetitive tasks. So we don't, if you all remember from the days of uh, uh, help desk training or from other other uh, areas you might have been in, in service desk, call centers, that are the air issue of password resets. There's always a push to try to automate that. Why? Because it demotivated service desk people, all right, that to have this routine, redundant task. And we don't want to demotivate and also have a dependency on the service desk to manage, if you will, and monitor any controls. Because if, if someone asks for a password reset, if you had to have a control there, wouldn't you want to know, well, what level of password and what area, what rights and access to give that person? So we had a very manual process. We look over here, we have ad hoc or manual automation, now very low automation, if you will. So therefore, the dependency on the service desk is very high, and that's where the risk is then also very high. So we want to automate to ensure adherence and vigilance, proactively enforce, and instantaneously alert attempts. I say attempts here, or actual breaches, because if someone tries to log into a particular sensitive area three times, let's say, uh, trying three, five, seven times, you probably want some level of automation to alert the service desk that someone's basically trying to hack the system. So even if they didn't successfully have a breach, so the service desk would be maybe through the monitoring systems that we mentioned, those IT systems, would become aware and then would have to raise that issue. And they might assist. uh, Automation can help with incident and service level management, of course, and free up the service desk personnel to manage major incidents. So who really controls the control? Uh, here it's not necessarily just the service desk. We have to have technology, the service desk, and all the users in the business community own this. For business systems, the same benefits and governance is best managed using automation and education. All right, we will move forward here. Who really controls the controls? What we're trying to say is that, but all of the above, it isn't none of the above. All of the above owns controlling controls. And here's an interesting quote in that same Harvard Business Review article. A focus on a control environment ensures that the control themselves are the second and third lines of defense, not the first. I've read this several times, and this might be the first time you've seen it. Interesting. Second and third line of defense. Who's the first line in this quote? Employees, all right? It's It's that... It's that culture that we, we embrace, employees embrace controls, embrace governance, and not try to circumvent the control systems. So what is the role of the service desk? Let me go over some of these here. In compliance and governance, first of all, the role has not changed in the area of SPOC, single point of contact. Now, we're not talking about single point of contact uh, when we talk about idle necessarily from a single phone number or a single building or necessarily 
a, a single uh, uh, follow-the-sun strategy. No, from Idol's point of view, Spock primarily begins with a place where all incidents go. If, especially if controls are broken, we enter the problem management process. Answer user questions about controls and regulations. This is another role the service desk is going to have. What different processes are responsible, idle processes are responsible for these various steps. And interestingly, hope you would catch me and you say, Rich, what idle process? There is no service request process. Idle does not articulate in in any detail. It has a branch out of the incident life cycle at all what a service request process and its activities are. It's not totally non-prescriptive in that area. We're left to come up with that. But notice a lot of these roles are more service-oriented. And by the way, a new user fits an idle as I consider it an iMac, but from idle it's always used as an example of the one exception to an iMac that is a service request versus a request for change. Escalate real-time compliance incidents to appropriate technical management. What type of escalation based on the two types that are in the idle framework would that be? What are the two types of idle escalations? Hierarchical and functional, all right? Idle escalation, for some may not be familiar, or it might have been a long time since you had foundations training, right? Functional escalations are based on competency and skills. Escalations relate to that. Hierarchical escalations have to do with approval and more authority. So you could say that when we escalate real-time compliance incidents to appropriate technical and management resources, it may be a technical or it may be a hierarchical escalation based on a particular incident. Again, so far, of these six of the 12 I'm going to present to you, the service desk role fits exactly into the framework as designed today. So the service desk of tomorrow is... Its role is going to be the same as it is today. Its role in helping with controls, governance, compliance, whatever labels you want to give it, is going to be very similar as it is today. We look at everything that comes into the service desk, all right, is an incident. If it's a broke, fixed scenario, what process ends up taking over? Problem management, all right? So problem management process. If a request for information, documentation, or usage, what process? Service request. All right? And as I mentioned, this is not articulated or prescribed at all in idle. There's just a branch off out of the incident management lifecycle. Install, move, add, change. What process in idle? We'd have a request for change, wouldn't we? So we'd go into change management. Remember, the only iMac that Idle considers as a service request is a new user. A disaster. What process? Service continuity, right? Service continuity. All right? Security issues. And the security process. So all are all well-defined in Idle as Idle processes. Service requests, I mentioned, is not that well-defined. It's not defined at all. It's just a branch off.
You've been listening to part three of the role of the service desk in the 21st century. Please join us next week as we present you with part four. Thank you for joining us for today's Pink Podcast. Go to www.pinkelephant.com to find out more about our products, including Atlas, our knowledge database with hundreds of example documents and templates for your IT management best practice projects. 